one of the topics that's come up, in some ways this is also a refresher for our men from Monday Night Set Free, is this topic of forgiveness. Because honestly, I found forgiveness and unforgiveness in particular as one of the biggest keys to healing. And so I'm gonna have to back up the train a little bit to talk a little bit about what is going on with unforgiveness. I feel like a lot of us, like we, we innately understand what forgiveness is and what unforgiveness is. And yet if we're honest, or, or maybe we're not aware, we, we are all walking around usually with a pretty big load of unforgiveness. And so um, one common misperception is that forgiveness is for things, only for things that were intentionally done against me. No, forgiveness is every single time you and I have something happen to us, something negative, something, uh, something that is not God's best for us, guess what? That's a debt. That's a un, that is a thing that has to be forgiven. Now, this can be overwhelming. If you're from one of the, the, uh, the church cultures that say that you have to, you know, oh, you know, work through and, and you have to appropriate the blood for every single act you've done. And then it's, oh, I have to forgive everything. Like that can be overwhelming. That's not the point. We'll get to there in a minute, but it's really helpful to understand that even with good morning, Dan, even without thinking about like, uh, massive things to forgive. All of us have a lot of little things every day that we go through that we, if we don't forgive, it's kind of like sediment that builds up in our engine or, or, you know, we got to change our, it's just forgiveness is like changing your oil, but we reserve it only for the big things. And the funny thing is then we don't forgive in the big things. So generally we end up with this overwhelming uh, sense of unforgiveness. And a lot of times we don't even recognize it as unforgiveness. And as guys, we talked about this whole thing that there is, um, that, uh, a lot of times we have to follow it back. So we, we talked about this with a dandelion, right? And so a dandelion, you have this fruit, that's the dandelion, believe it or not, that's a dandelion. And from that is a stem that goes to a root right? That's the root. Okay. So we have a, we have a flower, we have a stem and we have a root. And so how can I tell if I'm dealing with unforgiveness? Because this is really important because we're shown in Rome, in Matthew 18, as uh, Scott was telling us on Monday, that unforgiveness leaves us in a point unable to receive God's forgiveness. You know, in fact, that's what Jesus said in the Lord's prayer you know, I, as I forgive others, right? He forgives me. And so I'm unable to walk in grace if I'm walking in law. If I'm demanding justice, I can't receive mercy. And so what, what happens is that when I walk in unforgiveness, a lot of times it, it seals into my body the effects of the fall, the, the effects of the things that have happened. And so how can I tell if I'm walking in unforgiveness in an area? Well, you'll know a tree by its fruit. So think about it as the flower. Right, um, I've said this before with dandelions that um, if you chop off a dandelion, what happens? It comes back, why? You gotta get the root out. And so the, the, the issue with unforgiveness, a lot of times we're getting rid of the fruit of unforgiveness, right? We're grumpy towards someone, I'll just put on a happy face or I'll avoid them or whatever. That doesn't deal with it. There's still the dandelion grows up. And a lot of times what the, the fruit, the ultimate, what are some of the fruits of unforgiveness, right? So one of them would be what? 
One is disconnection. I isolate myself from them or from other people. Another fruit can be uh, depression. Another fruit can be anger and rage, bitterness, right? Uh, another fruit can be sarcasm, uh, uh, to ridicule other people, speak bad of them, gossip, uh, you know, judgment, offense, like all these things are fruit of unforgiveness. But a lot of times, what do we do? We justify them, right? We're like, oh, actually, bah, 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 right? Wow, that I completely understand. And we actually had a talk, one, one of the guys and I had this talk. And a lot of times, in order to get to a, a sort of forgiveness, we're like, I just want to understand why they did it. The understanding actually doesn't lead to forgiveness. Understanding usually ends up, leads to judgment. Because I'm like, well, they only did it because they're a schmuck. They're pathetic. They're a loser. They're not awesome like me. And so the reality is forgiveness and under, understanding and compassion may follow forgiveness, but it doesn't lead to forgiveness because forgiveness is a supernatural act. It's recognizing something wrong has been done that I need to release because the reality is I can't get them to pay for what they did. I can't get them to pay back what they stole from me, right? Because like, for instance, if somebody breaks in into your house and robs you, even if they give you back the stuff, guess what? They can't give you back the peace of mind. They can't give you back the sense of safety. They can't give you what they stole, right? The hour, you, the hours you spent at the police station, they can't do that, right? And so forgiveness is saying, I release you. You owe me nothing. I just surrender it all to Jesus. That's, that's what forgiveness is. And so but we can't deal with unforgiveness if we don't recognize its presence in our lives. And so we start by looking at the fruit. What's the fruit? The fruit would be, you know, like we talked about, it can be uh, anger, depression, despair. It could be a ridicule. It can be judgment of someone. And a lot of times we're like, listen, I totally understand, but right? And, and so I want to back up. It's not the words. It's the what's happening inside. Are we angry? Are we defensive? Are we afraid? Are we, uh, uh, you know, does being around someone make us feel powerless? Whatever it is, right? That's signs that I'm walking in unforgiveness. And so I can try to chop off the, uh, the, the, the uh, flower as much as I want, but it actually causes the root to spread. So what do I need to do at this moment? What do I need to do? I need to go after the root. So what can I do? I can say, honestly, I could dig in my lawn and just destroy it. But I want to follow. I say, Jesus, where is this coming? I want to have a conversation with Jesus. Jesus, why am I feeling this way towards this person? What if, and a lot of times we can't admit where we need to forgive because it feels too petty. Listen, it's not about how great or how petty something is. It is fundamentally, we have to forgive. And it does ever, no matter how small it is, and, it, and believe it or not, you even have to forgive imagined things. Not, not even if you're forgiving them, you're just forgiving what you thought they did, right? Anybody here, you, in paranoia, you imagine that someone was doing something and it turned out they weren't doing it? Well, guess what? You're still hurt. So that's, you just say, I forgive them. Somebody asked me, how can I forgive someone who's no longer here, who's somebody who's dead? Again, this isn't forgiving someone to their face. This is forgiving them before God right? Why? How can we do that? Because forgiveness is not, is, is saying Jesus paid for everything on the cross. He paid for every debt. He bought, so it's kind of like if you have a mortgage and somebody buys your mortgage, right? They bought your mortgage. Jesus bought that debt. So surrender it to him. 
Give it to him. It's no longer yours anyway. Give it to him. He paid for it. Take it all. And then I'm trusting him to manage the results of it and help me recover and restore the things that have been stolen from me. So what I have to do is I, I have to first recognize the fruit and then I follow it back with Holy Spirit. Jesus, where is this coming from? What, why? And, and a lot of times it's like, honestly, depression is anger turned inward. And oftentimes depression is from unforgiveness. Just saying. So going to this place, say, Jesus, where is this coming from? What's going on here? Why, why is this, why am I struggling with this? Why is this person, why every time I, I see their, their texts or their posts or whatever, I just, ugh. That's a sign of unforgiveness and, and, it, and, we'll, and we may justify it, but it doesn't make it go away, just makes it grow more and, so, and turn to bitterness. So what we do is we say, God, I, I realize I need to forgive this person. Sometimes we can't even be honest. Like, what is it that I need to forgive? This is really important to understand is forgiveness has to be specific because people don't sin against you generally, right? And in fact, a lot of times at first, if someone has an entire pattern of nasty things they've done to us or horrible things or whatever, sinning against us, guess what? We are going to have to forgive them. A lot of times when we say, I forgive them, it's almost like we're giving God the padlock off of an entire warehouse of specific ways people have sinned against us, that person has sinned against us, so that he can begin to bring those things out. So we forgive specifically because it was done. Now that might seem overwhelming because of all the things that have been done, but believe it or not, when you get good at forgiveness, it can take half a second. It's amazing how fast, and you can, you'll actually get addicted to it because unforgiveness takes up real estate in your heart that you can't give to other people. You, man, anybody had this, you are angry and somebody is trying, somebody else is trying to engage you and you're like, how, how, how. like right? We are unable to engage others because that space in our heart is taken up with unforgiveness. So we need to um, release it. Maybe, maybe you've been deeply hurt in a relationship. You can't make new friendships. You can't have a new a romantic relationship. Really, you can't give that part of your heart to those friends, those, that, 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 that person, girlfriend, boyfriend, until you get it back and you get it back by forgiveness. And so, come on, Mike. Awesome. Good to see you. And so with this, with, with forgiveness, what I'm doing is I am getting my heart back, right? So that he can fill it with good things so I can connect with other people. And so um, I forgive, forgiveness is truly selfish. It's about me. It's about me getting my heart back. And it's about releasing the other person because uh, you know it's been said, uh, uh, unforgiveness is like attempting to assassinate someone else by drinking the poison yourself because it doesn't affect them at all, right? But I'm releasing them, they owe me nothing, I'm setting them free. And so forgiveness has to be for specific acts. And so, this is the final thing, don't dig in your heart. Listen, people get on this self analytical, listen, you've never found anything but dead men's bones in your heart. If you dig in your heart, you're just gonna find hell. So let, so let God do the digging. So I notice fruit in my heart, I allow him to guide me back to it, so where's it coming from? As soon as I see something, I now have an opportunity to forgive. Now, here's the deal. Forgiveness is supernatural. I'm absolutely unable to forgive any more than I can lift myself up by my bootstraps, any more than you know I can raise myself up to the ceiling because I don't have the capacity, I don't have the capital, but on top of that, I don't own the debt. 
So what do I have to do? I have to go, I have to trust in his forgiveness of me and his power. It's a supernatural act. I'm simply surrendering to him. I'm not, I'm surrendering to him that he's paid for this debt and I'm surrendering. It's letting him do the work of unhooking this thing from my heart. So how do we do that? I want to say this. I I think this is going to be backwards. So let me see if I can do it. Um, Yeah, that's backwards. So I'll flip that around. So, so here's the deal. Step one, step one of forgiveness is erasing bad marks. There we go. All right. Step one of forgiveness is simply saying, I want to forgive. Jesus, I forgive this person. That's step one, forgive. Step one is forgive. I forgive them. I like to say I owe, they owe me nothing, right? I release them. I release them. I release them. I would say that. I would actually, that's a better step two is um, step two or step two. There we go. Step two is um, release. I have a hard time writing backwards. Step two is release. I release them. So I forgive them. I release them. They, I'm setting them free. And the third thing with that I do is, is I do, the third step I do is, I do is uh, they owe me nothing, nothing. They owe me nothing. They owe me nothing. This is so important. They don't even need to recognize what they did to me. Now that forgiveness and boundaries are two separate things. And in fact, we can only establish healthy boundaries that are not reactive if we're walking in forgiveness. So this is separate from boundaries. We can talk about that in a minute if you like, but I'm simply saying they owe me nothing. They don't even need to recognize ever the, what they did to me. I'll tell you, that's a piece I feel like a lot of times holds unforgiveness, doesn't it? Where where they need to know, they need to recognize what they did and how horrible person they are. I release them. They're yours, Jesus. I surrender them to you. I give them to you. And here's the really, really, really hard one. I bless them. I bless them. I bless them. Uh, How do I bless them? So I, a lot of times I want to ask Jesus how he wants to bless them, right? I want to do like Jesus only did what he saw the father doing. What is your will for them? What is your blessing for them? But sometimes that's really hard. So if all else fails, cheat and flip it. So I'll give you an example. Um, A guy, um, cheated us. We were in, uh, I, I, we, you, some of you've heard the story. We were in Mexico. I was looking at a trinket. I was asking what the price was and in trying to hand it to him, he let it drop. Suddenly a trinket that was worth about a buck is worth $25, right? So he cheats me out of $25. And in that moment I was like, ah, oh, what do I do? I'm feeling shame because I feel stupid. I feel bad before m- my wife. I feel I'm mad at this guy. But I realize if I don't forgive him in that moment, I know where I'm going to go. I've already been there before in my life. Hey there, Jeannie. I forgive him. I released him. Uh, and, and then the blessing, I was like, what is the blessing? Here's this young guy. He's trying to make a living. 
And in the process, he's, he's merchandising his soul. And so my prayer was, God, I pray that I bless him to have a job where he doesn't have to sell his soul, where he doesn't have to rip people off. I bless him to be able to sleep well tonight and know your love. Whoa, dude, it unhooks our heart because we can't simply not do a negative. We have to allow God to fill our hearts with a positive, with what his will is for that person, his perspective towards that person. So as I am doing forgiveness, remember, I, so the step one is I forgive. Step, step two is I release. Step three, they owe me nothing. And step four, I bless them. And again, this is just for specific acts. Now, the reality is you get good at this. You can go through that in, in half a second. It, it's amazing. And in fact, for me, at one point, 99.999% of my heart was at up with uh, unforgiveness. I had no capacity for relationship. I'd walk into a room. I'd immediately judge everybody in that room. I, I called it discernment, but I was like, nah, 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 nah. why? As a form of self-protection. Uh, and, uh, and so what I started to do is I started to forgive. It was like all of a sudden I was getting my heart back. It was almost another image God gave me was like a hot air balloon had sandbags pulling it down. It was like everyone got cut. They, a balloon popped higher. And I was like, oh my gosh, well, let's just cut them all, right? I got addicted to forgiveness because I realized it was the path to breakthrough and healing in life. But I, and I mentioned this yesterday, years ago, uh, I, had a, I had developed a bleeding ulcer. And in part of that had to do with anxiety, but a lot of that anxiety honestly came from unforgiveness. And so what happened is when I began to walk in forgiveness, my bleeding ulcer got healed almost instantly. It was within a week, but it might've been, it was really probably closer to two days. And so the thing is, is that when I hold on to unforgiveness, oftentimes I'm holding on to the effects of what has been done to me. I, our bodies are designed to heal, and when they don't heal properly, it's usually because something's blocking it. And when I choose to walk in unforgiveness, do you know who I'm talking with? The accuser, right? That's what unforgiveness is. It's accusation. And so when I choose to walk in unforgiveness, I'm actually dialoguing with the devil. I'm giving the devil access to my life, giving my, the devil access to my mind. Guess what? That results in demonization. This is one of the big ways that people get demonized is through unforgiveness, through trauma and unforgiveness. And that's right, Jeannie, forgiveness is the key. And so I, again, I can't say it enough. I forgive for me. I forgive for me. I'm releasing them. So I'm not chained to them, right? Because I'm just chaining myself to, to the people who hurt me rather than releasing them to God and saying, God, I trust you with them. I bless them. Now, again, I said, this is different than boundaries. But in fact, I am unable to give healthy boundaries when I'm walking in unforgiveness because all my boundaries will be rejective. They'll be reactive. They'll be like, you're off my island, right? It's not healthy, moderated boundaries. It's, it's offense. It's fear. It's, it, it's all of that. And so once we have walked in forgiveness, we can place healthy boundaries because healthy boundaries are actually a blessing to the person I'm giving boundaries. I'm saying, this is not a good way to act. This actually violates our relationship. I'm giving you feedback. You cannot act this way towards me and us have a, this level of relationship. See, it, it, I can do that because I have forgiven. I can be uh, not, right? Um, so coming back, so 
forgiveness is going to be specific. And when we, when we start general, God will lead us to specific. I don't need to dig in my heart. God will bring the items up one at a time and allow me to, to deal with them. So I'm just going to lead us real quick right now. Uh, in in uh, unforgiveness, I mean in forgiveness. If you are, maybe you're struggling with something physical, or maybe you're struggle. You recognize that fruit you were talking about. Maybe ask God: Is there some area I need to forgive? Is there some person I need to forgive? Where is this coming from, Lord? Can you show me? Don't dig. Just grab hold of what He says. And if it, you're like, I don't think I have anything towards that person. Ask God, what is it that I have towards this person? What is the way that this person has sinned against me? What is the barrier that is between me? You know, uh, we were reminded uh, by Scott on uh, Monday that, you know, Jesus talks about this. He says, if anybody has anything against you or you against them, you know, before you bring your offering in the temple, go ahead and get it straight. And so this is also removing barriers, not between God and us. He's never had a problem, but between us and him. And so in that moment, we can actually forgive. So I'm going to guide us through one of these really quickly. Grab a hold of that that one person, that one thing, right? And I'll just do this and just and I'm going to I'm just going to I'm going to say it generically, but you'll see where to put your stuff. You can so Jesus, I forgive mm, for boom 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 boom, right? I forgive him by name for and it really helps to do this out loud. I forgive so-and-so for this that they did, very specifically. I release them utterly, completely. They owe me nothing. You can even put in, God, please forgive me for partnering with unforgiveness. And I bless them to know your goodness and your love in this very area, why they did this maybe, that I bless them to, to know, God, your goodness in this area. Very specific, right, in that area. So, Forgive, release, they owe me nothing, and I bless them. And I'm going to tell you, man, we did this on Monday night, man. Just super simple, just like this. Men were crying. Why? Because it's real, because it's a supernatural thing. It's an act of surrender, letting God do what only God can do, which is set us free, which is what he paid for on the cross. And so... Um, is this making sense? Give me some feedback. Give me, uh, you know, I'd love to hear from you guys if you got questions. And I'm going to tell you, I've seen this over and over and over again. Instantaneously, people go back and go, like, I've had people come up and they're like, I need prayer for this. And one of the things I'll ask, I'll ask is, when did this start? And they'll say, well, it started at this time. I said, what traumatic thing, what bad thing happened at that time? Hey, Donovan, come on. <laughs> come on. Um, the... Um, so I'll ask people, what happened at that time when this condition started? And, and it'll say, what traumatic thing? And they'll, they'll say it. And I'm like, well, is there anybody there you need to forgive? You know, if there was an accident, who was at fault? Was it them? Was it you? If it was you, you probably, you know, when people talk about forgiving yourself. It's really about receiving God's forgiveness, right? It, it's really just allowing God. God paid for it. You know, who am I to, to, to say, no, God, you can't let me off the hook right? I, I, who is at fault and I'll forgive, I'll release. And boom, the people get healed, delivered, set free from the, the condition they've had sometimes 20, 30, 40 years. I mean, I, I've seen people uh, healed that had a condition from childhood and they're in their, they're in their seventies. Listen, it doesn't have to be your portion. And so forgiveness is such a key. It's the core is one of the, it's really the core of the gospel, right? And so, um, 
Love it, love it, love it. Keep the questions coming, keep the dialogue going, and uh, have an amazing day. And uh, as always, if you need to know what we're doing at Arise, go to arisealife.org slash events. And uh, see you after a while. Take care.